Do a quick intro. Okay. Or the end of the the end of the musical go dun da 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 dun da 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 and I'll go. Hi everybody and welcome back to Don't Praise the Machine with Alexander Holland and me, John Maloney. Get ready because this 747 of entertainment is flying through the sky. And don't <laughs> worry, passengers. Smooth flying. There's no turbulence. It's just going to be direct from Melbourne to Berlin. It's all smooth flying. (laughs) Sit back and relax and enjoy. Sit back, relax. The head of cabin crew is my good friend Splag, and he's going (laughs) to take great care of you on this flight through through entertainment. (laughs) Okay, so I had... So go on. Uh, no, I've forgotten. I was just going to see how far. Um, yeah, you're done with the metaphor. Get into like, you know, refreshments being served and airbags. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kick this one off with a, do you feel old yet? Because we're recording this on the 9th of June. Yeah. And i got to tell you, Paulie Shaw mm-hmm. turns 83 today. <laughs> Feel old yet? I don't. I'm more surprised that he made it to 83. Um, you remember him from Encino Man. Yeah, I do. And Schindler's List, Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> <laughs> My left foot. My left foot. <laughs> No, it's this is actually had a real one. The 9th of June, Michael J. Fox turns 60 today. Wow. That's yeah. that is that is something. I mean, he is uh, you... one of the kind of spiritual touch points of the show. We often make yeah. we often make reference to things sometimes citing him, sometimes just in passing which are borrowed from his films. And we 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 grew up watching him. I mean, just back back <clears throat> to the future, wasn't it? Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, I occasion I would occasionally catch Family Ties on TV, mama, mama. but yeah, but uh, it was all Back to the Future. So for any of our so for any of our much younger listeners, Michael J. Fox was the first teen to travel through time. So he's kind of <laughs> like the uh, Yuri Gagarin for <laughs> our generation, or the Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Everybody gathered around the television set in 1985 because they knew that a special moment was about to happen. Yeah. To see whether the DeLorean could make it to 88 miles an hour. They thought, do they have enough plutonium that they've stolen from the Libyans? Is the Twin Pines Mall big enough? For the DeLorean to get up to the speed it needs to get up to. And sure enough, he became the first teen in time. Yeah. Happy birthday, Michael J. Fox, 60 years old today. You know what's weird about it is it's always just kind of <laughs> seemed to, I mean, any any movie that, I don't think there's a single movie that has dealt coherently with time travel. They always, 
left themselves open to paradoxes and I'm sure people have talked at infinitum about the sort of paradoxical glitches in the plot of Back to the Future. Yeah. But one thing that interested me when I watched it a few months ago was when Michael J. Fox is playing the guitar and this guy <laughs> gets on the phone and says, uh, it's your cousin Marvin Berry, you know, yeah. obviously speaking to Chuck Berry. Yeah. But Marty is obviously playing a Marvin, a Chuck Berry song, right? Right. So it's sort of this r- weird recursive loop where Chuck Berry, <laughs> Chuck Berry would have been influenced by his <laughs> his own music. And then you think, well, hang on, is the song that Marty is playing actually some version of Chuck Berry that we'll never get to hear because the version we got to hear was a sort of weird distorted uh, version that Chuck Berry was playing of whatever he heard on the phone. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, maybe he was playing something more pure and beautiful than his music actually is. But uh, <laughs> because, because he was sort of derivative of himself. Um, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's fucking stu. It's fucking stupid. That's what I. That's <laughs> well, what I don't want to ruin his birthday, but it's it's a disgrace that <laughs> 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 they never they ne- for them to have never addressed that, and they had two sequels in which to address that wasn't even touched on. It's also just another example of a uh, white person stealing the blues and using yeah, it to uh, that's true. enrich themselves. Or even worse, it's a kind of, it's a narrative suggestion that actually Chuck Berry was influenced by a white person in coming up with his music. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh my god, it's we've taken everything away. It's, yeah, it's like as it's like as if Elvis influenced African Americans exactly, to come yeah. up with the blues. So, <laughs> thank you, Michael. You made it to sixty, and now you've been cancelled. One thing that I've um, been noticing this week, I don't know why it's come up in my feed more than usual, is this kind of phenomenon of people seemingly feeling compelled to uh, comment on pretty boring. (laughs) So it's probably easiest if I just start with an example, right? Let's say you see a, meme which kind of circulates on Facebook and it's nothing particularly like what it'll say is something like name I bet you can't name a fish that doesn't have an A in it you know because you think well tuna salmon they've got A's and it'll say I bet you can't name a fish that doesn't have an A in it and some somebody I know who's you know might have like gone to a top-tier university and have a very busy and high-profile job, we'll just write whiting or they'll write, you know, whatever. And I'll think, what the hell is – what compels people? Who are you talking to? Like, (laughs) why why do people feel (laughs) – or they'll say, you know, or they'll say – and I think you might, you and I might have had a discussion about this, or they'll say – Hey, hey from Australia, like, you know, it'll be fucking Mariah Carey 
doing some vacuous Christmas message and somebody will say, hello from Toowoomba. And you'll think like, why did you write that? I mean, what's, (laughs) I don't understand what the, what the end game is. Mariah needs to know that Toowoomba's tuning in. (laughs) It's this weird call and response. And um, I actually had a social media thing on my blog sheet too. So we can, we can lead into that, but. I wonder if we're in the phase of what I'll call forced engagement, mm-hmm. which is everybody worked out that the way that you get your posts to be successful is engagement. So people need to write, people need to comment. And the best way to get people to do that on your videos, your, po- your posts, any of your posts, uh, media posts, tweets, yeah. uh, videos, Facebook, status updates, whatevs, um, is you put a question in them yeah. so it's especially one that asks people to prove that by whatever however low the bar asks people to prove that they're intelligent they just can't resist yeah either a question or a request for a comment and it's it's all just so forced and i wonder if eventually the algorithm there'll just be something else so we can move past that so i don't have to every day just hear like what do you think of this Tell me what you think of that. <laughs> what? I just write. Nah, I won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't. You don't really. You don't really want to know what I think. <laughs> you just need. You just need the algorithm to see that I've that I've jumped in and said something. Yeah. The Comment. Only- <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. The only time I do comment on those things is is to write, and I don't really do this on Facebook because I have a number of professional associates on there, but. If I'm on Instagram, which is a bit more selective, I will just write "fuck you" or something, <laughs> something which is which is just kind of puerile catharsis, <laughs> or I'll, you know, Sky News will put up some provocative thing, and I'll just be like, "This is horseshit. You're a disgrace." <laughs> and you know, I know that so nobody's you, reading that. So you're. You're the guy who's from Toowoomba writing to Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess I too have my my triggers that I can't resist. And then you my, think, well, I'm my... really just I'm really just effectively upvoting this by even exactly touching it. You know. Yeah, um, exactly. The best the best thing that you could do is to glance at it and then really quickly scroll away from it. Because yeah. Then 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 it'll think it'll think that you had no working. interest in it whatsoever. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you can think off the top of your head what your most successful social media post of all time has been. Oh. What were you the most proud of that got you the most likes and gave you that most dopamine hit? And you thought, <laughs> oh, I thought life was empty and meaningless. But yeah. that little red that little red notification bell is just mm. popping off right now. And my inbox is filling up with messages and everything's going to be okay. Thank you so much, Mark Zuckerberg. Everything's yeah. going to be all right. Thank you for my unquenchable thirst for external validation. Um, the statuses that I love the most, a bit like a bit like this podcast. I mean, we could make it more bland. We could just do yeah. a kind of Hamish and Andy patter and we'd get more <laughs> listeners. But, you know, we don't compromise and therefore we get a, sm- a smaller, smaller but more <laughs> devoted uh, listenership and we have no we have no sponsors so we can say we can say fuck every product yeah. out there you know what taiwan is a country uh, 
and and I don't care who knows that I think that. <laughs> fuck you, John Cena. Um, fuck fuck you, Oz Stereo Network. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put the nail in put the nail in the coffin yeah, of just, our Australian just, FM FM radio career, John. Yeah, let's burn some bridges. How much time do you reckon you spend on your hair each day? How much are you? How much bandwidth is taken up with your hair? Mm, good question. Are you using and are you using waxes, creams, salves, no. <laughs> balms, <laughs> vaselines, gels, sprays, brills, powders? <laughs> I use all of those and more. I used to put product in it pretty, pretty consistently. I don't really bother with that anymore, and I have a pretty kind of low maintenance haircut and I don't know when we were when I was in my early 20s that might have been a low point like I would just be quite happy to do almost nothing to it and also didn't have haircuts as often as I should have and I had as you know a kind of what I refer to as my meatloaf phase where I had sort of (laughs) where I was quite chunky and also had sort of messy shoulder length hair. So I looked a bit like Meatloaf, probably not in his prime, but more when he did the AFL grand final halftime show. (laughs) These days I just, you know, get out of the shower, brush it to one side, off I go. Sometimes I forget to do that. Have you ever been in court and the judges just said, what's going on up there, Maloney? You normally <laughs> you normally come in here with a fresh slice and you yeah. got this poofy mess of <laughs> you look disgraceful. Yeah, that's a I haven't uh been in that situation. I've certainly been I've certainly been in situations where I've been in a pinch in a, about to go to court and I realize that the charger for my shaver isn't working or the pair of suit pants that I've selected has a big olive oil stain on the knee, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> uh, but I just, I just kind of roll with that. I think. Sorry, like, your honor. I had an oily salad. I was, I was a bit stressed about this hearing uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Our case is not great. And, uh, <laughs> And before I knew it, I'd ordered and eaten an entire pepperoni pizza. <laughs> and I ate it on my lap, so I don't want you to get the wrong idea. This is pepperoni grease that's covering my legs. <laughs> I'm sorry. The only thing to calm my nerves is if I, I put a, a little drizzle of olive oil on my knee before court. <laughs> I just thought, just thought as a way of... As a weird expression of self-care, I'd based myself before I came in here. <laughs> it's kind of like it's my, it's like St. John's wort for me. It's just olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> I lost 
so many jackets when I moved to Berlin. <laughs> I would just, I went from never losing jackets. Mm. I would just go to nightclubs mm. and I would just like. Put it on a chair or something. And then my jacket would just, dis- yeah, I just wouldn't think to take it to the coat room. Yeah. And then I would just put it down for a second and then I would just go home in the freezing cold with no jacket <laughs> because it was, it was disappeared. And I melted one once. I once put one of my favorite, I put my favorite Parker down, which was, uh, which was um, made of some sort of synthetic material. And I put it in front of the fog machine yeah. at the club. And then when I went to collect it at the end of the night, it, just had a, it had basically just been melted into a ball of, <laughs> oh, of synth, synthetic plastic oh, no. because the fog machine is really hot. Yeah. So I just had to wear this hot ball home. I try, was trying to warm myself up in winter by just cradling this hot boulder of plastic. So we got an email in the week from uh, our friend, uh, Benjamin Russ, friend mm-hmm. of the show, and he wrote us a beautiful email and he sent me a very cute little picture of a post-it note at what looks like an office desk and the post-it note just says, don't praise the machine. And then he's written in the email, hi, Al and John, I wrote this post-it note to remind myself to listen to your podcast during the quiet time of the day at work. I work at a tech firm which uses AI, open brackets, machine learning, closed brackets. And my boss took this as an affront to our business model and questioned me about it. P.S. <laughs> P.S. Really enjoying the podcast. Keep it up. I hope you are both well. That was great. Oh, that's a great message. Yeah. Wow. So thank you to Ben Russ and to all our listeners out there. You can get, you can reach us at don'tpraise at aol.com. Thanks, Ben. That's lovely. We love hearing from you. Uh, actually, let's just, just let's just do a little sign off. Yeah, sure. Hey, everybody, and thanks for listening to Don't Praise the Machine again. We really appreciate you each week. And as always, I got my little buddy on my shoulder here. It's my old pal, my old friend, little Johnny the Squirrel. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for having me on the show, Uncle Dave. Bye, everyone. Have a good week. 